0: absolute madness there you go <laughs> at least 20 minutes of absolute fucking nonsense and I love that it anybody, that
1: anybody would listen to us talk about shit like that is amazing <laughs> my 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 once bitten twice shy thanks for stopping by my good pal Kevin and I spun up some queen for you this week Funny how that works. We should just throw in an Aussie song sometime to keep you queenies on your toes. Welcome to Seaside Pod Review. This is episode 59 and I can't fucking believe it. Sit back and put your feet up. We're talking queen. Brand new angle,
0: highly commendable. Seaside Pod Review. Seaside Pod Review. I don't feel narcissistic. Seaside Pod Review.
1: I was going to ask you how your week was, Kev.
0: my week week has been good mate i mean you know we're in what we're december 12th in saskatchewan Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and although it's not great for the farmers and yada 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 it sure as hell is nice having plus temperature sort of you know plus or very low minus temperatures no snow i can walk outside in my runners and my fucking hoodie I, Mm -hmm. i don't hate it randy i don't hate it
1: yeah we might have a brown christmas kevin
0: I'm not sure how to feel about that. I don't think I've ever had one more. Karen insists that we have, but I don't think we have since I've lived here.
1: i lived here a long time. and I can't even think of one.
0: And it's funny because, you know, in England, all all our UK listeners will know that you can actually place bets on whether it's going to be a white Christmas in England. Mm -hmm. And you don't often win because it's not often a white Christmas.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I have some other actually kind of sad news, which I'm not sure. uh Uh-oh. I kind of feel... Kind of feel a little dejected, honestly, and it's a little hard to talk about. But Uh-oh. I, I think, like, where else is better to do it than on this
0: public forum? Um, I have a wife, and uh, <laughs> is that am my commiserations, mate. I'm, I'm really sorry to hear that. I, I mean, yeah, I know, but yeah. I know,
1: and uh, she's been cheating on me, Kev. Yeah, she's been. She's been listening to the. She's been listening to uh, in the lap of the pods. And I don't really know. I'm just, I'm sick over it, Kev.
0: I don't know what to do. You know like, what? I
1: guess we, we're going to have to step up our show or something. I don't know.
0: We might have lost her. I think Mrs. Cardinal just likes that square sausage, eh? I mean, that's the, that's what the... <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, I guess,
1: fortunately for me, I mean, I, you know, not fortunately for the, for the guys, because, you know, I'm sure, you know. Everybody's going to miss them, but I guess luckily for me, they're they're going off the air. So hopefully, I can hopefully I can snag my my wife back, and
0: we'll see. I mean, they've we'll they've, they've got the 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 back catalog, like, you know. I'm I, I don't I know. know. Maybe, maybe she's going to be gone for a little while. I know. Maybe she maybe she'll come back in like two years, cap in hand. Now, when they're actually you know when she's caught up. Yeah, yeah. And and we'll obviously be you know we'll have been bought out by. Probably a bidding war between Spotify Spotify, Amazon and Disney. And Disney, yeah, for sure. Yeah. At that point, yeah. you know. Yeah. And then you can sort of then you can set the rules. You know, you can you then can like let I, shit down I, then, you know. I
1: can, I can woo her back with my <laughs> tens and tens and tens of
0: dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Who get get you bragging with your fucking tens of dollars? <laughs> we should say, anyhow, yeah. So yeah.
1: she's she yeah, anyhow. Sorry, yeah, but she'll so so she's digging it. She likes it. So yeah, that's so, great, man. It's, it's pretty cool
0: it's a great podcast and i mean again you know all fucking hail in the lap of the pods and they're going out in a blaze of glory on the 23rd of december mm-hmm. at 7 p.m. uk time on youtube live and i am 100% jumping in there and i'm going to hopefully get to celebrate those guys and what they've done over the last sort of 3 years and the community that they've built that we sort of managed to leech onto and yeah. and say thanks for everything because they're they're fucking awesome guys and they they pretend they're a bunch of miserable cunts, but they're they're really really good people so i'm i'm looking forward to sort of jumping in and being part of that
1: Absolutely, yeah, and congrats, three years, man, that's lots, that's lots of podcasting. We're at a year, and it already seems... (laughs) You've already had enough. It's all, it's fucking long, arduous, (laughs) and, you know, (laughs) just doing it for the good people of of the Queen community.
0: Especially because when they started that, they really had, they genuinely sort of thought the initial plan was that they would just do the you know the the canonical albums and that was it they were just that was that was the plan was they were just going to do you know up to innuendo and and then out yeah yeah but found and discovered that there's this community out there who really like their voices and really like their opinions and they're yeah you know don't always agree with them but that's the thing man i mean it's it's, it's community it's all about community randy can we get a group hug an online group hug
1: it's just all about community with you, Kevin, isn't it? Just like <laughs> community, community. It's you're just on and on. About, you watch the show, you use the word lots, you can spell it probably. If you had a dictionary, you're, you're really all about community, but hang on a second. We've got one other little bit of housekeeping here that mm. I want to deal with. Uh, cause I, although I'm not quite the, 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 the man about social media as you are, i all of a sudden I jump onto uh, Twitter and you've got a a fucking quiz all fucking booked and you didn't even once say, hey, Randy, are you available at this day on this time? So uh I, I'm just sort of wondering if, you know, after all this horrible news I got about my wife listening mm. to the if you're trying to like squeeze me out of the pod and you're going solo, that's what it seems like.
0: I mean, it it seems like an awkward place to sort of have this discussion and to, talk about to it. Bring, but to bring it up. But... Yeah, <laughs> it is. It does seem a little awkward. So go on, explain it. Yeah, I mean, I I I was called by um some guy out of uh, I think Detroit, who's a who's a huge, a huge podcaster. Like he's got three podcasts that get, I mean, we're talking dozens of listeners per month.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And he said, "Hey, you know that Randy guy, fucking loser. You should ditch him. Squeeze that, you know." And out. me 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 being the ever loyal guy that I says, "You know, I think you're mm-hmm. fucking right."
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fuck! I've had enough of that kind of <laughs> too.
2: <laughs> yeah, so no, and I, so, that,
1: so this is how you have started it. You're going to start a live yeah. stream. Yeah, in December thirtieth, and I'm out. It, it's and just like, no, so no, no, no. After it's, it's... that, I'm out. Or or <laughs> am I? Am I doing the next? Like how many? That's that would be another two podcasts after this. No, so it, that's all
0: we're doing. What What me and uh, what me and Benny decided. Is that we'll mm-hmm. we'll just call you when we need you. So just stay by the fucking phone. Cause oh, you know, don't okay. don't make plans for Tuesday nights, you know, because just in case. Oh, good, good. Then then we'll sort of we'll bring you back in. And it might just be for five, ten minutes, or it might just be, you know what we probably actually will do. We'll just we'll just lean on you from, for some sort of um uh, some original music. Because you're good at that. You know, that that's your wheelhouse. Oh, so okay. and we can't pay you, obviously, but we're assuming oh, that as a friend of the pod, you'll just contribute that for free, right? Because that's what musicians do. It's good to expose good. you, Andy, you know. Oh, good,
1: good, good. That's cause that's what I need. People don't die of exposure at all. <laughs> huh.
0: Yeah, no, posted that up. Didn't even give it a second thought. I yeah, hey, we'll get we'll get a quiz going. Randy will be free on the thirtieth. That'll all work out. <laughs> well, I'll do run. my
1: best. I'll do my best.
0: The good people of Twitter and the good people of Facebook and the good people of Blue Sky would love to see you there. So hopefully, hopefully that works right. But yeah, it'll be good. I mean,
1: for, so if, you and Benny will do a fine job.
0: Me, me and Benny, will, I mean, you know. I, I don't care for the Jets. He's always bringing them around, too, but Benny's mm. a good lad, you know. Well, I've heard
1: he's extremely charming and very, very handsome, so you'll have some eye candy there, Mr. Broome.
0: But very bad body odor, which is why we do it via Zoom, you know? Yeah,
1: Thank. thankfully, yeah. yeah. Got that Detroit lingering
0: odor. It's, it's, it's all this. It's the grease and the fucking sweat from the, uh, from the from vehicles from the, the, the car factories.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
2: Enough of that bullshit. Yeah. We talked
0: about we uh, we, t- we talked about a Queen song last week, Randy. Did we? We did. We talked about Misfire, Dekey's ah. first soul writing contribution, which appeared on Sheer Heart Attack. And we threw up a poll to find out what our listeners think of this song. Do you remember our guesses?
1: I think I was 80%, I think.
0: You went 80-20 and I went
1: 85-15. Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs>
0: nice tell the fine people how the poll turned out Yeah, well, on the uh twitter
1: poll we have 83.3 as a champion and 16.7 biting the dust so it looks like kev's got this one is it it's, does the victory feel good
0: it feels i mean yeah i am does, fully hey. i'm fully tumescent good yeah, i mean i'm just i'm just good. beside myself with with delights yeah well yeah it's funny
1: because i all of a sudden i see two of you there's one and there's one right just right directly beside you <laughs>
0: uh on facebook it was a little bit more conclusive it was 31 to 4 so it was 88.6 percent champion at 11.4 but it's So an overall so i went 85 and the overall was 84.8
1: <laughs>
0: and 15 but butt, we don't you know we don't um we don't take the overall we take the twitter so i can't get too
1: you know yeah don't get too don't get don't too, get too cocky
0: yeah so there you go. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the poll again, and we had 90 votes, so I would say that that's conclusive proof. Mm-hmm. An end of 90s conclusive proof that Miss Fire is a champion.
2: Give me one second, yeah, looks like. yeah. So it doesn't look like much, right? But you open it. Oh, the shock glass, oh, retractable shock glass.
0: Anyone has a retractable? My, my daughter just turned up in the middle of the podcast recording, folks, and she's. Just show me a, a retractable shot glass, because you know you never know when you're going to need that. You need your your <laughs> shot on the go. <laughs> I like it. is going
2: on my keys.
0: So it's going on a key ring, apparently, folks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so if you need if you need a shot, of my eldest daughter's around you will have a shot glass. So that's that's taken care of. Yeah, that's good. Okay, so should we start talking about these uh, comments that these these wonderful people who we call our Friends and listeners have left for us, Randy? Mm-hmm. I think
1: we should, Kev. Uh, fat-bottomed Chrissy says, Pour some sugar on me in the name of making sweet, catchy as fuck love. That bass line, those somewhat dodgy lyrics, yet Freddie sings it in such a sweet and coy way. It's always a champion piece that prematurely ends. And I rather like sex songs. Ooh, Deaky. That's my best <laughs> fat-bottomed Chrissy. I don't know what she sounds like, but that's what I'm going for.
0: I, I will, though, I, we just need to put an end right now mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. anyone fucking invoking the name of the Deaf Leppers. There's no need for it. It's not funny. <laughs> it's not grown up. No one thinks No one thinks it's amusing. Just let's leave <laughs> Deaf Leppard off to one side. You don't like Deaf Leppard, hey? No, they're terrible. <laughs> really? Yes. They're awful sh- fucking schmaltz. Name one really good Deaf Leppard. I mean, seriously, name one really good Deaf Leppard song. Um,
1: i don't know fuck i'd have to look at <laughs> there some you go. Of
0: the albums uh in and out of love well, i don't know that one so isn't that wasn't that bon jovi in and out of love <laughs> i don't know i think it's i, I think it's I that's bon jovi <laughs> <laughs> defense in and out of love.
1: ah fuck yeah deaf lizard man they're not so bad uh Andy Hall he says it's a champion. What a year 1974 was. Could you imagine John's little ditty fitting in somehow on Queen 2? Sheer heart attack was the perfect place for Dicky to test the waters with the boys and try to get this one heard. Wouldn't you love to have been there for that exchange? Mm. Yeah, no
0: kidding. Good point. Lots of just been that fly on the walls when, you know, because I'd posted that, that was my post for the for the for the episode release uh, hey guys, the bass player's written a fucking song. We should we should yeah. we should listen to him and try and play it. Like, oh, really? Because <laughs> everyone loves the bass player turning up with the song. Even, and you know what they love even more, Randy? What's is, that? Is the drummer turning up with a song. Oh, yes. Okay, David A. Wilson says, Back in the day when I was knee-high to an ant's left bollock, which is not very high, Randy. I don't know if you know that. The right, well, the right side is higher than the, the left. So left side, you know. I would, I would have described this song as meh if such a word existed in 83. Then years later, I discovered the Nico Case version and fell in love with it, which brought me back to the OG. A true champ for me now. Lovely stuff. And a few people have sort of brought this Nico Case version up, and I listened to it. And i got to tell you, I uh, it's okay. I, my, still, I still prefer the original. I,
1: I haven't listened to it, uh, but I will tell you this. My uh, wife gave me shit because I was supposed to have remembered that Nico, Nico Case played in uh, the broken social scene.
0: I don't they know were, what the broken social were, scene is.
1: They were it's they were they were like this collective band out of Toronto. It was like fifteen of them on stage. It was just fucking ridiculous. It Chaos. was stupid. it was dumb. I hated it so much. But I'm kind of an arsehole. So anyhow, uh if my wife's listening, there you go. Yeah, see, I
0: fucking made it right, man. <laughs> I mean, any more than three guitarists and you're fucked. Because it's just way too hard to coordinate that many oh, people. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, just imagine all the egos. You have to widen the stage, fit them all on.
0: Can <laughs> imagine you like, imagine those guys all cramming onto the buds on Broadway? Fucking shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> and this next song, what a fucking worry. Yeah. <laughs> we, we can't do anything there. I I can't fucking reach it.
1: <laughs> all songs must be played on the 12th of Red. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, Queen Rocks Australia says, Side two of Sheer Heart Attack is my favorite Queen album side. Side two of Flash comes in second. The sequencing is brilliant and Misfire Hits fits in perfectly. Love the Caribbean influence, drum fills, bouncy bass line, Fred's smooth vocal and the modulations. A great first ever from Deeky, a champ. Yeah, I just couldn't agree more. I mean, like, again, first song that he brings to the band. It's like, okay, this guy, because he's got some chops, Maybe we'll maybe we'll bring him in a few
1: more times. Yeah, maybe we'll keep this guy around. I'm sure that's what they said. Nikki, uh, Midwife Nikki says, love this whole album and love this short little ditty. Mostly I love the bass line, so thank you for isolating it. No dust here. Thanks for doing this every week. Yeah, well, thanks, Nikki. Thanks for listening. Like I said, it's a real, it's a real slug. It's a real, it's a hard work for me, especially uh, because I've got to listen to Kevin talk for at least two hours every week. So thanks. I'll take that one personally, Kev. Yeah, you can not- just, just absorb it yourself in your own special way.
0: Is that that, is that a reference to
1: Genesis there? I'm assuming there. <laughs> uh, Steve Ursel says sweet little guitar led Dicky pop song. Lovely stuff. Champion. Uh, great potting guys. Thank you. I enjoyed the highbrow deliberations of the impact of AI sliding seamlessly into a, a raucous rock of piss break, which is not a sentence I expected to ever write, but there you go. Uh, and kev yeah your little piss break song was fucking awesome so i loved it great it,
0: it made me laugh <laughs> that's God. sometimes all i'm going that's, for that's funny <laughs> um dita at my chameleon day says champion like most if not all of john's songs a nice little tune on a proper rock album it could have sounded awful but it doesn't 100 percent grade a deacon i actually ended up picking up um and i think i posted on our socials i picked up sheer heart attack on vinyl hmm Sweet. This past week, because it's just so fucking good. And I'd forgotten, I've kind, of, kind of forgotten how much I love that record. Right. Until we spun Misfire and it sort of triggered all these little memories and this nostalgia. And when I went and bought it and threw it on, it's like, yeah, this is a really, really fucking tight album. Nice. Lisa Malloy says, decent Diki debut, delightful. Champion, you see what she did there, hey? Eh? Quadruple, quadruple Ds. A series of Ds, one might say. <laughs>
1: Ian Winnick says, for me, this is the runt of the sheer heart attack litter. A fabulous litter, of course, but this cute little track doesn't compare with the others or with the Deeky classics to come. In short, I wouldn't put it on a playlist, so I'm taking it to Dusty Hill, and he's got a great gif of uh, ZZ Top doing their signature pointing move.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, Who doesn't love Dusty Hill, man?
1: Fuck who guy's doesn't? play. He could. I'm in love. <laughs> And Jim C., you know what he says, Kev? You want to know? What's that? I'll tell you. I'll tell you what he says. He says, it's a gorgeous light tune that I never tire of hearing. It's from my favorite Queen record, and it's Prime 70s Queen. It's a winner in every category for me. Lovely knickers in the <laughs> Pete Min 70 grading curve,
0: <laughs> which is a reference to last week's <laughs> fabulous knickers comment, um, or skid mark on some fabulous knickers, I think was the actual <laughs> comment. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Doug Seabus says, I had to consult my spreadsheet to see where I ranked this one. 98th out of 152 Queen songs. Therefore, even though I enjoy Misfire, it's dust. It also ranks 12th out of the 13 tracks on Sheer Heart Attack. What an album. Now, I'm curious to hear, and Doug, let us know in the comments maybe, once you've listened to this, what is your 13th track? I'm wondering which one comes below Misfire, because think if I'm ranking everything on Sheer Heart Attack, I know, I think I know which one it would be, but I don't want to show my hand necessarily. I
1: just like that uh, Doug is enough of a queen nerd to not only have a spreadsheet where he ranked all the songs from <laughs> one to 152, but that he also decided to publicly acknowledge that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look, dude, seriously. I mean, if you're talking, if you're talking spreadsheets and nerdery, I mean, the, the thing that I bring up with all our, you know, I track oh, everything. I
1: listen, <laughs> listen, I'm well aware of the fact that you're a spreadsheet nerd. <laughs> I just didn't know that Doug was.
0: Now I do.
3: Nerd! Oh, that isn't very nice.
0: Nerds of the world, unite! Uh, Rob Morris says, "Champion Diki warming up for best friend," and I love it. This is the one where, as a kid, one of your earphones would stopped working. You couldn't afford a new pair and you just had to salt through missing half of the lyrics, which is, <laughs> we're talking about panning in the 70s, unnecessary panning maybe, in the 70s, right? And that is yeah. the thing where there's sometimes, like, you know, when you you'd have, like, you wouldn't even know sometimes that one speaker was blonde, you'd be listening to something for fucking ages, because your parents didn't really give a shit, and so they didn't worry about new speakers. And then all of a sudden you hear a song, it's like, what the fuck? I didn't know there was yeah. a guitar solo in there. What's, what's this? You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
1: that's, uh, I I think, you know, if uh, Randy Wood's band does another album, I'm going to have a whole song dedicated and I'm going to call it Unnecessary (laughs) Panning. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez, this is really unnecessary, just as I
0: fucking (laughs) go around your head. And folks, folks, although Uh, we're we're joking here, don't rule this out. This might happen.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ah, fucking hell. Hey, uh, Steve at Queen Rock says, I'm voting champion, but I could have easily dusted it. Dicky went on to write much better tunes, but for his first song, it's pretty good. Uh, and Alice's dad, Barry J. Williams says, so this uh, song is a bit of a misfire? Question mark. See what I did there? Well, no, it isn't. Not the greatest song on the album and not anywhere near Dicky's best, but still a great little pop song, although I do take the lyrics to be about premature <laughs> ejaculation. Can't think of why, though. Yeah, Yeah, it's funny, because I never really thought about that until somebody else brought it up, but you know. The fuck do I know? Nothing.
0: (laughs) As much as anyone else, really. Um, Alex Small says, pure, unadulterated joy, which is why Sheer Heart Attack is my favorite Queen album, and their best record. Champ. Black Pie says, lovely little tune from Deeky, that bass line is to die for. The song may give an insight into how Dicky ended up with so many kids so early in life. <laughs> so we've got <laughs> contrasting opinions there. Either it's, you yeah. know, I suppose it could be, you can still impregnate a lady with a premature ejaculation, Randy. Mm-hmm. You know, not to be too yeah. crass, but that can right. happen.
1: Yeah, I think it can. I've been told that. Uh, Rob Hatton says, I don't want to blow my load too quick, but it's champion for me. <laughs> All right, time for a Siggy. Night, love you. I see what you're doing there, Rob Hatton. <laughs> He's a, he's a romantic too. Eh? He's even got the, oh, you an, know, an old says, romantic. at the end. Yeah. Isn't that nice? Eh? <laughs> I wonder if he, do you light one up for your missus too, or you just have that siggy all on your own? Uh, and Paul Bradbury says, I'm narrowly voting dust. Deaky went on to produce much better. The nickel case version is far superior. And, uh, uh I guess, yeah, you know, I didn't mention that, uh, I didn't listen to it, it, and I don't like the band that you came from, but I should probably (laughs) give that a listen to.
0: (laughs) Well, maybe once we're done here, maybe we'll just, maybe we'll, maybe we won't spin it for a minute, minute, but we'll spin it for a minute, and we'll see what you think. And I mean, Paul, I love you, I respect you, I think you're a great guy, and I know that you're just back from a trip to America, and you're, you know, that's been a a tough thing coming home. I just think you're wrong here. You know, I would love to build you back up, but I just think you're wrong. I don't think it is superior. and, And, you know. So, Paul, what he's trying to say is, you're right. But in a more accurate way, you're wrong. <laughs> uh, Paul Burdett says not the most Paul Burdett, we had Paul Burdett before I don't recognize that name. I right? do not recognize the name, no. Yeah. Says not the most complex or overly developed song, but nonetheless a short little catchy earworm of a champion from Diki. Yeah, I mean when we okay, if you compare it against everything else, Diki wrote, okay, yeah, it's definitely bottom quarter, I would say. Bottom twenty five percent. If you compare it against the entire Queen catalogue, okay, yeah, it's not going to be up there either. But objectively and subject, I think it's a great little song. It's punchy, it's catchy, it's an earworm, like people said, you know.
1: Yeah, I liked What's it. I, like. I liked it right off the right off the hop, I liked it.
0: Andrew Holloway says, John's first, a short, perfectly formed, lovely little song. And you know, if you just take off the word song and put um, person, a short, perfectly formed, lovely little person, that's me, Randy. So, you know, yeah. I, that's, you know. Yeah. And also, John's first, because my dad's name is John, and I'm his first child, so... Wow. I'm getting creams really? out now. Is Andy stalking me?
1: I, I I, think, I think maybe, I think maybe yeah, really a lot of coincidence there. You so, uh, <laughs> should maybe go on to uh, think of some conspiracies that'll go around that. You know what uh, Abby says, Kev, do you want me to tell you? You always do. Do you want, but do you want me to? I mean, just fucking get on with it. Oh, oh, so yes. Like I'm going to take that as a yes. Uh, sorry, I like to sorry, think... sorry, sorry. Yes, please. Oh. There you go. Atta boy, Kev. I'd like to think that this song had some sort of physiological therapeutic power, given his subsequent six <laughs> children.
0: Yes, Abby, I think you could be right. And I did suggest that if he they... were a Viking, that his name would be John the Fecund. You know, be... <laughs> Not second, fecund.
1: Yeah, yeah. I got it, I got gotcha. you. Aaron Mullen says, no need for the banana blues here. Miss <laughs> Misfire hits the spot just fine. Wham, bam. Thank you, Dicky. The
0: banana blues. I've never heard that before, and I really like it. Don't like Blue Bananas, though. Don't know what they are. Okay, so Blair in 98 says, I know this is not going to be popular, but I don't like many Deeky songs. I find them too light and poppy. This one is repetitive and boring. Good vocal from Fred, though. Dust.
2: Hmm.
0: I, you're right. That's not going to be popular. Um, <laughs> I'm very disappointed that the, the Twitterati didn't shred you for that, mate. But you know what? As this is a place of peace and love, peace and love, peace and love. Peace and love, peace all and good. love.
3: <laughs>
0: okay, everyone, everyone everyone, listening, do your ring room star impression right now. Peace and love, peace <laughs> and love. <laughs> Even if you're in company, just do it. I'm warning you with peace and love, but I have too much to do. Um, Prime, yeah. Jive, Prime Jive Funster says, champion, the beginning of a fine songwriting career. John's importance in the rock canon kind of gets forgotten about. Not by Queen fans, of course, but the mainstream casual fans and press. One of the best to ever do it. And hey, we fucking love Deeky. I mean basically sort of unreservedly. I think both Randy and I are huge mm-hmm. fans, and he, he never sort of tarnished his, his legacy. He didn't really do anything shit. He was always yeah. fucking cool. So we're, we're, we're big Deaky fans here. So
1: He's not selling Queen Lunchbox. When, <laughs> Queen Lunchboxes? <laughs> Yet. Uh, Daniel Flett says, so torn over this that it was, as always, one of my favorites to listen to uh, when I first got into Queen, especially the stereo panning, but bites the dust. Just. However, it's not on my You Must Listen to This If You've Ever Listened to Queen playlist. I might have to go have a lie down. (laughs) Uh, Yeah,
0: I mean, okay. Would I give this as a song representative of Queen? I mean, probably not. You know, if I'm going to put together a 10 or 15, we've talked about this before, a 10 or 15 song playlist, does this get on it? Probably not, but there's a million, not a million, about 40 really fucking good Queen tracks that I love that are not going to make that either so i I mean i get it i get it
1: yeah it's tough yeah uh harry hussey says narrow champion for me the first signs of deacon's songwriting it's got charm and is too short to outstay its welcome Uh, not bad for a song about premature ejaculation (laughs) and dominic beers finishes this one up here says great song from a great album but did deaky write a bad song in the 70s question mark
0: champion he says so uh yeah did he? To, an- I to answer that, no, he didn't. I don't think he did write a bad song in the champion. I thought I think he wrote a couple of average songs. Um, I don't think he wrote a bad song. Now, I think we do need to address the fact that this might not be about premature ejaculation. This might mm-hmm. John Deacon might be a, might be a fucking avid skeet shooter. Or yep. an avid twenty two sort of rifle range shooter. Yep. And he's just he's just pissed off with his gun misfiring. Did you ever That's fucking a, think about that before he was to You queen people, yeah, yeah. You could be an avid, avid hunter
1: of ferrets. Okay, it's (laughs) unlikely in Britain. he's a hunter. an avid, avid ferret hunter. The the only thing in
0: England, what you're trying to say? The only real hunting that goes on in England is when the Tories go out and fucking try and shoot poor people. You know, but that's (laughs) (laughs) but that's their fault for being poor, and that's less sport and more politics. Okay, over on Facebook, our pal Sean McGinnity from the Sean Geek and Fast Fret podcast says, it's not bad. It's kind of more on the good side. I think I like this one. No, I do like this one. Yes, I certainly like this one. <laughs> it's like watching someone struggle with a, you know, <laughs> with an internal, the, the internal struggle for a fucking... I don't know to talk yeah. about, Randy. Let's just move on. I hate Winnipeg. Uh, Paul Roberts says, what a lovely song. Plenty going on with the instrumentation. I love the 70s production. Not one of the best, but given the crap that I followed in the 80s, champion. And he says, like the post-track discussions, last week, deceased musos, this week, the future of AI and music. Love Richard Herring, but much better use of time than the emergency questions. Well, Paul, you know what? <laughs> Thank you so much for the feedback. All that's made me do is we're definitely going to do an emergency question to end the episode today, so. <laughs>
1: Just, just because Kev's a dick. In case you're wondering, Paul. Michael J. Smith says, "What a lovely song and what a lovely podcast champion all the way." Well, thanks, Mike. Appreciate that. Yeah, uh, cheers, man. James Lawrence says, "Great song, definite champ." And Suzanne Morris says, "Less is more. Love this John song, champion." That's all. That's capital letters. That's how Susie, <laughs> the, talks it when talks. <laughs> champion. And, cap- and that's but hers especially. I know Susan. Oh, okay. Or Suzanne, sorry. Uh, it's yeah. At champion you know, so well you, you know so well you know so well you don't I, use her actual it's name it's weird we've never met and i've never heard her speak but that's how she would do it
0: <laughs> uh <laughs> shemekha says love this one a lot i've had it on repeat a few times and do listen to it as a stand <laughs> i'm so sorry i can't get the image of my mind. my best friend i don't know her actual name or how she pronounces it but best friend. it's like me saying oh, this, is my, this is my best friend randy <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Susan, Suzanne, I don't know all in know for sure
0: is how she pronounces the word champion anyway, anyway Shemekka says, love this one a lot I've added it on repeat a few times and do listen to it as a standalone track, also it is from one of their better albums, I make no apologies this time there you go, and Sarah Chapman the Sarah Chapman uh, the administrator of the Queen Pods uh, fan group, uh, fan page on Facebook oh, says oh. it's 100% champ for me Always gets at least double play when it comes on. Top track from D Key with a K. So she's, that's a little bit of a dig at me, Randy, where she was saying that, you know, because I was using Dee with a C mm-hmm. because, well, John's name Spot with a C. Yeah. And she had on um, stats. We seem Spotify. to be all over the ice with that. I, deliberately. So spots for Statify. I mean, yeah, she's played quite a, a lot of Queen on there. <laughs> I, think called... said,
1: I think you said spots for Statify.
0: Did I say spots for Statify? <laughs> like Excellent. <laughs> I'm that in. <laughs> uh,
1: Rude Seeger says, did not know it and was positively surprised, but also embarrassed. It's one of the few albums I do not have on vinyl and the song just never shows up on my Spotify lists. Nice to be surprised by this great podcast. Thank you, Rude. Appreciate that very much. Uh, but, but the podcast, we did not write the song. And <laughs> Russell Watkins says, champion, fun little pop song with lots of charm.
2: Yeah,
0: I agree. I like this comment from Patrick McCarthy, who says, "Such a pretty little, well-constructed piece of yum." I particularly love the guitars that warmly complement the bippity-boppity bass line. Love Fred's vocal too, especially the soaring "Please don't Miss yeah at the end. Which that God, that was awful. <laughs> you wouldn't you wouldn't hire me as a, as a session vocalist, would you, Andy? Says fully formed John Pop, and John Pop. I mean that it is that thing that John brought to the band. You know, Freddie had big pop sensibilities, but John. He just sort of did it a little bit differently. And he, he kind of wasn't, it wasn't, I don't know, He wasn't shy about going, you know, quote unquote mainstream with his songwriting style and sort of sticking to that sort of verse chorus thing, which I think Queen needed sometimes. You needed that sort mm-hmm. of balance, right? In the band. And mm-hmm. it is a really well-constructed piece of Yum. I yeah. fully agree with that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is. I've never seen Yum
0: constructed before. Oh, but, you haven't? But now that I've, but now that I've heard that, I, I feel as though I have. What you should do is you should get yourself down to the river mm-hmm. just under the Circle Drive Bridge at about mm-hmm. two o'clock in the morning on a Thursday. Lots mm. of yum going on down there. Lots of oh. yum. Mm, Not very well constructed, but yum nonetheless.
1: Oh, okay. It's, and I'll, you'll be there, I'm sure?
0: No, I won't be there at all. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> How do you know about that, Gav? The fucking police will be, though. <laughs> uh, Joe Fuller says, with the desire to carry on. Or with the desire to carry on. With the desire... Anyway. It says Forever Champion. PJ Davis says, you know, on the album, I don't skip it, but do I listen to it on its own? No. I'm going to count it as a misfire and downvote. Sorry, Deaky. <gasps> I think the card should be revoked. PJ, you've let us down. <laughs> okay. So, as I was just going to say, it's Steve, he says, <laughs>
1: uh, Champion, such a delightful, sexually charged, poppy song. However, there is another story to be told, and I do have a confession to make and have to come clean. Back in the days when this thing called the internet was just starting for the masses sometime around 1997, I was a regular of a news group, alt.music.queen. People there used to call me Pep, and I don't know why, because it's obviously (laughs) pronounced Steve, which, uh, yeah, that's me. I'm saying that. agree. I agree as well. Uh, One time we made alternate lyrics to this delightful song. I don't remember it in full, but it started with don't you start singing. And the theme <laughs> was that it was just a wise choice that Mr. John Deacon never lent his voice to the songs of queen. The main contributor of the alternate lyrics who uh, went by the mysterious name of Jackie <laughs> decided to send those lyrics to Deakey himself for his birthday with chocolates. I suppose soon after that Deakey stopped performing. <laughs> <laughs> of course. I hope this is a coincidence, if not, I have to say, oh my god, you silence Deaky, you bastards! <laughs>
0: Oh, Steve that. Steve.
1: Steve. Can, Steve can spin a yarn. I love it.
0: I, l- I love that too, though. The the, the mysterious <laughs> name of
1: Jackie.
0: J- J- Jackie. <laughs> what manner of man are you that can summon up fire without flint or tinder? I am an enchanter. By what name are you known? There are some who call me... <laughs> awesome yeah well that's our social media randy for uh, for the week and as always we very sincerely thank everyone who took even one minute or 30 seconds out of their day to spout absolute cack back to us after we've you know filled your ears and uh, fa- timeline with with our bollocks not our yes. physical bollocks or you know verbal bollocks i'm not making this any better am i
1: you are. You're making it worse. Thanks I'm a lot. I'm making it worse. I will just leave it to there say. then, yeah. He's just, trying to, he's just trying to apologize and say thanks to you lovely people. Do it again. Say Say you're sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, there you go. That's good. It felt heartfelt. Hey, Kev. Mm. What do you feel like listening to?
0: we we got to get to the works. we got to get to the works, Randy. I mean, we've done one song from the works so far and I was looking through the last yeah. 12 episodes.
1: Yeah.
0: Um you know, on the poll and sort of, you know, generally among us, apart from one case, we've had six dusters and six champions. So would you a banger? I think would you a a bit of a run, I think. I'm hoping we get a bit of a run of really fucking good songs here. So Mm -hmm. I want to see something from the works and if I had my druthers, I I think I want to listen to Tear It Up. I think I might have said that last week Mm. or the week before when I'm going Tear It Up again. How about you?
1: I don't even know. I'm just looking at this list here. How about how many songs have we had from Hot Space?
0: Ah, uh, good question. We have had. Let me look here for my I'm talking about spreadsheets. Let me look at my spreadsheets. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, three. We've done three songs. We've done Action This Day, Back Chat, and Staying Power. Those are the three. But we haven't done, yeah. we, haven't done we haven't done one for a while. It's been well, I'm looking here. May 25th was the last episode we released. On on hot space. So what from hot space are you wanting to listen to, Randy? What's taking uh, your fancy? You know,
1: how about anything th- of the other ones that we haven't heard?
0: Okay. So you're keeping <laughs> it you're keeping it you're keeping it generic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping her wide open, buddy. You salty old dog you. All right, well let's see what we get then. We'll spin this fucking right. thing up. Spinner. And I'll say you know, if, if it is hot space, I will I will allow that you called your shot, but we'll see oh you wish went we'll get it. Go on. What's Ladies and gentlemen, the cardinal. has called. That's in in a way. I mean, I'll have, to, I'll have to work out the exact odds later. But the cardinal's called this shot on his album. What are we listening to tonight, Randy?
1: Oh well, I don't. I'm not gonna even try to pronounce the not English version. The words of love from
0: Hot Space. Las palabras de amor. There you go. It's a Brian May song, Randy. And <gasps> you And you're, you're going to get some Brian May vocals what i love yeah. brian may this is gonna work out great i'm assuming randy and i always for folks who've you know maybe you have stumbled across this podcast for the first time um this is the first episode you listen to i am a huge queen fan and i know the catalogue really quite well apart from maybe made in heaven is the only album i don't know fairly you know inside out randy on the other hand is more of a greatest Hits fan and so i like to ask when we spin something up like this from the one of the deeper cuts randy do you know this song i certainly do not you didn't I know it, not. you couldn't pronounce it.
1: I don't know it, and uh, I could have tried to pronounce it, but for the fear of of ridicule is what stopped me.
0: So um, here's a question that I haven't asked before, <laughs> and I think I might start doing this when it's a song you don't know. Las Palabras de Amor. What does that conjure what do you think this song's going to sound like based on the title? It's kind of a Spanish-y, well, I'm assuming that is Spanish, right? Are we going to hear some right.
1: flamenco guitar from okay. Ryan? Mm, i so, don't know like okay yeah, yeah
0: you know maybe, maybe uh maybe yeah. a maybe a sort of a, a mariachi kind of thing you yeah. know could yeah, be right could they, be anything maybe
1: they hired maybe they hired some spanish people to come and play some <laughs> some percussion on it i don't know what the fuck am i supposed to know
0: the two uh <laughs> the two mexican the two mexican firemen jose and Jose. b yeah
1: that's, yeah that's right yeah
0: i am going to get my shit jokes in where i can randy you know that all right, well, what do we do right now, Randy? For the folks who are listening for the first time, we've just spun this up here. This is random. We don't know what song we're going to get. What are we going to go do right now?
1: We go and do our research, Kev. <laughs> So this one was written by Brian May. Comes mm. in at four minutes, twenty nine seconds. Uh, yeah, all the usual folks doing it. Recorded uh, at Musicland Studios in Munich between June and December of nineteen hundred and eighty one. Uh, what I found to be the uh, the most interesting thing about this is is Mister May wrote this on the keyboard, and he used he used a, a synthesizer with an arpeggiator function, which at this time was a brand spanking new thing. And it was really quite exciting for everybody. And now as Kev pointed out, you can get, you know, your watch has an arpeggiator (laughs) function on it. (laughs) But, you know, hey, at the time it would have been a super cool, amazing thing. It just is, I I mean, I just love hearing stuff like that and finding out when all this stuff really came to be, you know, so used like, like, I'm not joking, any Casio keyboard. Uh, that you can buy at any dollar store will have an arpeggiator function on it. But <laughs> in 1982, it was a fucking new thing.
0: It's the same thing anything else, right? It's how you use it. You know, and, of and, it, and it, I think we'll get into it. And I, I think that Brian, the way that Brian uses it in this song is good. Like it's not, I don't, I still, I, you know, we'll talk about whether it sounds cheesy or not on the, the, the synth tone, or whatever. But yeah. Yeah. I, again, I mean, my memories of this song, I know this song again, like the back of my hand, I know where all the stop points are, I know where the solo comes in, I I know this song, right? It's one of the few songs on Hot Space that is kind of more, and I think Brian even said that he, he you know, he said um, in an interview around that time, he said I don't think my songwriting has changed as much as the others in the group. I tend to write more traditional Queen material, I still tend to write melodies with a certain sort of heaviness, which the group does well at its best, and I think that once you listen to this, you'll sort of get where he's coming from there because it's more of a, mm-hmm. it's not like, you know, it's not a it's not a fucking heavy, big, heavy, normier Brian May rock song, but it sounds like a rock song. It sounds like a a, a Queen song, you know, mm-hmm. which a lot of Hot Space didn't. Yeah. Okay, before we before we get into this, Randy, because we you know we're we're watching the on the Queen official uh, YouTube channel. Say what you like about Hot Space. I think it's a fucking fantastic album cover. I lo- Yes. It's yeah. Fucking brilliant. It is. Yeah. I think it's super cool. I love the artwork. Okay. Last Palabra's Day or more which is Spanish for the words of love. So what I love about this straightaway is you've got Dicky just playing that root note and the arpeggio going over top of it and sort of changing a little bit. And you, well, you've got that arpeggio is static, but the chords change over top of the root, but the root stays the same. So you get, that creates that suspended chord, which really isn't suspended. It's just the, the bass playing the different note, right? Which I always yeah. love when, that, when that's done. P-
1: uh, pedal point.
0: Pedal point, okay. Is that what that's called? Yeah, on piano at least, yeah. Fantastic, I didn't know that. Got, I've learned something new. Well, what the hell, hey? Eh? You know what? I'm going to throw that into my next Tom Petty Project podcast as if I fucking knew that all along. And <laughs> as you should. <laughs> Not massively Queeny, right? Like again, you can uh-uh. see where you can see where I mean the game changed the paradigm a little bit, but coming out of the 70s, you can see where they lost people with this album. And not so much with this song, but with this tone and this this style, right? Because they're using synths now heavily, where they'd always sort of eschewed synths before. So I totally get that. But there's something about the tone of this that I think those synths sound really fucking cool. I don't think they do sound dated. I think that's still. It kind of holds up. And you know, people are going back to that kind of sound now. Like in pop music now, you hear that sound fairly often these days because it's, I think it's a really fucking cool tone. You know what I think started all that business?
1: Or certainly uh propelled it? What's that? It's Stranger Things, Cab, You listen to the to the music in that, the score. Yeah, maybe. Hey, yeah. Super, super 80s, and now you'll hear that in a lot of scores, that vibes of the, of the keyboards from,
0: from this era. But it's cool, because so, yeah. that up? Yeah, and you see what I mean about that arpeggiator, though, right? Like, yeah, it's appreciated mm-hmm. and it's not he's not playing that. No. Um he's playing chords, yeah. they've got a they've got a bunch of sustain on it. So the notes blend into each other and it kind of sweeps. It's got that sweep to it. And I I just think it's really fucking cool. I like that mm-hmm. that sweep. Mm-hmm. What do you think of their vocals so far? We all like Freddie, but Yeah, it's so
1: far so far it I well, so far I, I thought the intro was good, and I'm not yeah. too sure about these this verse yet. Uh okay. I'm being honest with you it, it it's it, yeah let's 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 move forward
0: and see what happens Well, we're moving to the first chorus here Randy, so we'll, we'll give it a bit of a rasp.
3: let me hear the words of love mi amor
0: love me so A bit of brian there on vocals but that that acoustic guitar sounds beautiful against that synth you know that that mix there's some great. nice clean vocals there too yeah yeah,
1: yeah. cool
0: You know, it's funny because it's it's almost like the opposite of, you know, peak '70s era Queen, where everything was bombastic and everything was over the top. Everything's reserved here. Like Roger's really sitting in the pocket. Dickie's just sitting on those roots and he's not going crazy. There's there's not a whole bunch happening other than the melody and the lyrics, which is sometimes the right thing to do. And I think in this song, if you tried to play too much, it would it would clutter and it wouldn't work. Where I think the space in this song is what makes it sound good. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yep.
3: For love, they are Let me hear the words of love. Let me know this night and ever.
0: Right there, when that, when Roger's that Tom Snare hit. And this building, because I know what's coming now is because I know this song, you know, that we've talked about this lots on the podcast where that where all the hairs on your arms and your neck and your shoulders stand up. That's Mm -hmm. one of those moments for me. And it always has been. And I just it's one of those. I just love this turning point in this song. Cool. Well, delay no further. So again, it's that don't do too much. And but when when the red special when that tone comes in, kind of the back half of the solo there, mm-hmm. it just cuts through all of it. Right, you've got this this big wash of synths, and everything else is restrained. And Freddie's been singing in his sort of mid range and not really pushing, but that red special tone just cuts through. It's so fucking cool, man. I love that bit.
1: I was trying to listen to see. I couldn't tell if he was playing a slide or maybe an EBO or something. Um, okay, but either way, it's sort of a neat, a neat, very subdued
0: solo yeah i don't know if you ever played ebo that'd be we should maybe throw that back out to our really fucking intelligent and knowledgeable pet um peeps i yeah. suspect it's probably just a slide because you know, brian played lots of slides so yeah
1: yeah it, it, it could just be a slide yeah it, it probably is actually
0: this To so love that little—it's just one place where they do that slight different thing, and mm-hmm. it's the key change, and it's the extra line at the end of the the, the verse. Again, I think that's extra that thing. Bar. That, it's the, yeah, it's the, it's the thing that separates the really good songwriters. They know which tricks to use and when to use them. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: cool.
0: That's another one right there. And for me, it's like, I know I'm a sucker some, and I'm like, some I'm this more old... unnecessary panning. <laughs> <laughs> but again, for me, that's one of those bits in this song that just like, yeah, it's hair time again. <laughs> yeah, no, it's cool.
1: It, that panning seemed like it maybe might have been necessary.
0: <laughs> well, you know, we can add that into the conversation about it. Once we're done, we can talk about production. It's a perfectly valid argument if we're going to make it.
1: Nice little fill from Roger on the
0: rotoms there, eh? Oh, God, yeah, absolutely. And left, right until the end. You know, he's not doing that in the middle. He's not clutching. That's what I'm saying. He's not clutching at the middle, but then they just mm. cut loose a little bit at the end. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a cool ending, man. Yeah. I think we should listen to that one again. We're going to listen to the song. I'm going to say nothing, and then we're going to vote. You ready for that this? Remain,
1: that remains to be seen, ladies and
2: gentlemen. <laughs> My lips are sealed with forth. Forthwith, my lips are sealed. (laughs) Kev, you smell funny. Kev, go fuck yourself.
0: There we go, Randy. You,
1: yeah, you promised you weren't going to talk, and you talked over the end.
0: Oh, for fuck's sake! It was the last like two fucking seconds. Give me a break.
1: Well, how come? How come I can't talk? You can. I'm not. No, you won't let me.
0: <laughs> so there we go, Randy. Um, last, 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 the words of love, Randy. That's what we just listened to. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> which is, I'm an allusion to. Uh, uh, open all hours, which you won't know, but our UK listeners will. will get what I did there. They'll they'll understand. They'll get the little you know the subtle comedic genius that I just fucking threw into the podcast. There, he says. I, after, complete, after I completely beers.
1: fucking I completely missed it. I have no idea what even <laughs> happened there. I was I was thinking about something else and also reading <laughs> about something else. So, but you know what? I would just like to take this brief moment. Mm. to tell the lovely listeners that in Saskatoon, we have a restaurant called Las Palapas. Mm, we do. Uh, which I affectionately call Lots of plopas. <laughs> not a fan? No, it's really good, actually. But <laughs> It's it a really works, good restaurant, yeah. It just really works too good. It works too good. <laughs> uh, but I think, Kev, mm. I think it might be your turn to vote first, isn't it? It is. It is my turn, yeah. So you know what, Kev? I've got to just ask you. I'm just going to come straight out. I'm not going to beat around the bush. Mm. I'm not gonna talk at length. I'm gonna just make sure that we get straight to the point. I'm gonna come right down to it. You're gonna shit on of you, it. I'm gonna ask you, does Las Palapras de Amor do the champion or does it bite the fucking dust?
0: Come on. You know what I'm gonna vote on this one. We are the train. for you Randy Mm -hmm. I'm not going to drag it out is this one of the champions or does this song bite the dust dust, I fucking can't believe you just did that what Wow. I was I I wasn't okay I wasn't sure how you're going to vote on this one we spun it I thought "Mm, this could go either way Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just I'm fucking stunned. Should I talk about I it? Think, or... I think you should because I, just... I need a moment to compose myself. We need like <laughs> give you a little bit of closure. <laughs> I think I just I think I just need a minute. Well, okay,
1: so here you go. Uh, so, like it's it sounds good. I have no. I think the production's great. I think the whole thing sounds great. It's yeah, really awesome production. And I love uh, love the big drum fill and there's lots of cool, interesting things kind of happening. I just, find it, uh, I just find it. I just find it. Uh, just find it. Just kind of like a redheaded stepchild of Queen or something. I don't know. It's just not that exciting. I find it. I find it a little lameo. My lameo. There you go. There's a, okay. there's a good word for you. I find it a wee bit lame. Brian Solo's a little bit lame. Uh, I was, you know, I was looking at the lyrics. I got no real serious beef with the lyrics. Uh, and mm-hmm. of course, Freddie can sing the phone book as we always say. And it's all good. I just it's it's just the song. I just find the song itself just doesn't, doesn't jazz me up, man. To go on. So tell me why you do love it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I again, as always, I totally respect your opinion, always in think in all things music. Apart from the guess who, because I just don't think they're very good. Anyway, no, I'm not gonna get into that, Randy, right now. I'm not gonna fucking push that button. This song definitely is a sentimental thing for me. I think it's one of those things that as a young kid who played piano and then played, you know, keyboards or, or tried to play keyboards when I was younger, it's the first song I remember Queen doing that was like, that the keyboards were sort of, or the synths at least, were the primary or a primary part of the song. Yeah. And so it was that thing of like, oh, fucking hell, this is, this is for me. Cause this, this is that intersect of, you know, cause Brian's guitar is still there and it's still got plenty of good drums in there and what have you. But it's got this keyboard in there, it's got synth in there. And again, like we, I, as we stop, there's a couple of moments in this song that are just, they're pair they're of standy-uppy moments for me and not so much for you. But I, I don't think I'll be able to get away from that association. This song just makes me feel happy. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean... And I I, did, said, I
1: didn't listen to this in 82 when it came out, so I have 100%, no... 100%, yeah. I have no no connection to it beyond these two times we've heard it, so...
0: Yeah, and we said, I mean, this, the mix on Hot Space is variable. Highly variable. Where some songs, oh, is it? Because this and, track sounds great. It sounds fantastic. Yeah, I mean, it, you can, everything's separated out beautifully. Mm-hmm. And again, mm-hmm. I, I sort of commented at some point there where the space in the song is, like, for me, again, is one of the things that makes it, where it's not Queen 2, it's not layer upon layer upon layer upon layer. You've got that in the in the vocal, in the harmonies. And then you mm-hmm. get that big sort of push in the outer where they do, where Rod starts doing those Rototom fills, and you've got a few more sort of vocal interjections from Freddie. But it's not it's not busy. It's not cluttered. And it's all centered around that arpeggiator, which you think, you know, I mean, obviously that's Brian sort of sat there and thought, oh, that's fucking cool. I can write a song around that. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, it just really fucking works. Yeah. I just, I think it's that, it's one of those moments in Queen's catalogue where they exercise restraint, which they didn't always do. Mm-hmm. And as like, as you know, as, I was a very, we've talked about this, I think even privately around I was a very sort of hopelessly romantic teenager who never got fucking laid because I would never have the confidence to speak to him. And as we've already established, I wasn't fucking listening to cool music back then. I used to listen to Genesis and Queen and fucking bands that no one else in my high school was listening to. But in my soul, Randy, I felt romantic. And this song hits me for that reason as well. So there's nothing about this song that I don't just absolutely fucking love. I just absolutely adore this song. And I get why you maybe don't like it, but... Did you...
1: When you were wooing Mrs. Brown, did you... Did you play this? No,
0: no, 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 no,
2: no, oh. no, no, no,
0: It's It's not a wooing song, Randy. It's a, it's a song for a, it's, it's a, it's a personal song for an emotionally romantic person. You don't have to share oh. that, you know?
1: Oh, I see. Oh, this is yeah. just romantic for yourself. I exactly. See. Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's
0: in own, a... not in an, not in an onanistic way. A know, I'm not talking about self-love, self-love in that way. A little self-love. <laughs> mm, the words of love can be like, yeah, I just love it. I think, I think it's kind of cool that you know Queen did this from time to time. We did it with a song on Day at the Races that we haven't covered yet, where they sort of wrote a song for their Japanese fans, and this was sort of written off the back of the South American tour. So mm-hmm. they throw that a yeah. little bit, and you can see why. You know, is it pandering yeah. and catering? Sure, it is. Of course, it is. Is this song a bit cheesy? Yeah, definitely. I totally get that. It's,
1: it's all those things. Yes. Yeah,
0: but sonically, it's just mm-hmm. one of those things that I can't explain it, but subjectively, it just hits the spot for it. Hits the spot for me every time, and I'd actually forgotten how much I love this song until we just spot it up tonight. Cause I don't okay. listen to it. Maybe as often as I should do. So there you go. Well,
1: yeah. And so maybe, it must've been a while because I do believe as it started, you were saying, Hey, I think there might be something missing in this particular version. We're listening to, do you feel as though we are listening to the right version?
0: We were. And I think, so it's like, that... it's the guitar bit, but he does it later on. Right, I was just expecting right. it earlier on, which, you know, again, I'm expecting sorry, it on the first verse the or, yeah. or whatever. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah well, yeah, cool, man. I, I, and I could see I could see why you would like it, and I could see how your, what, 13-year-old brain or however old you were at the time? This was 82?
0: Uh, oh, so, yeah, so it would have been nine, yeah.
1: Your nine-year-old brain. Well, I can see how your, yeah. your nine-year-old brain would, would listen to that and go, holy Dinah, that's, that's really something right there.
0: I do wonder, too, though, sometimes whether this one stands out on this album just because of the rest of the album, what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. right because I wasn't into disco and full funk and all that kind of stuff I just didn't fucking know what that was and we've talked about it with hot space before I think we talked about it on the the staying episode I didn't I don't fucking know what this is I don't know what to do with this when it came out like I want the game and I want you know news of the world and fucking jazz and I want the that queen that's my queen and this isn't my queen but when it gets to this song it's like oh yeah no, there's something here I can latch on to because it's four four and it's sort of sounds like rock and roll more or less and it's got this weird thing and it's so It just, it landed in that space where maybe just on this album, I gravitated toward it more because the album maybe in the song, but I don't know, man, listen to it again. I still get all the same tingles. I still get that. I I, I get more than one feel, Randy. Last week we talked about me only having one feel. I got feels this week.
1: What I was actually going to say was as someone with just the one feeling, I'd imagine it's a pretty sensitive feeling.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good Lord. It just fluctuates. Something, though, that we noticed as we were listening through the second time, the second listen through, I don't think I'd ever really noticed before that when he sings One Foolish World, that's the line, right? One Foolish World, So Many Souls, his vocals doubled there, but it's definitely not doubled all the way through, which is, no. again, I like when, you know, bands and producers make those production decisions to say, okay, well, we'll just do it there because it'll add that different dynamic to that one section of the song. Yeah. And I always look for that because that's what I think is missing from a lot of you know, modern music or pop music, where it's this is how the verse sounds, this is how the chorus sounds, and there's never really very much deviation. There's no, you know, you, you don't get something coming in or something coming out. It's all fairly stark. Now, I should say also, I don't listen to a ton of pop music, but that's my sense of it. Is it's just mm. a, it's a bit formulaic? Where I think at least with this one, even in a song that isn't, you know, it's not Queen at their height of sort of adventurousness, it's still got a few little bits and pieces in it that they've made these production decisions to try and put something interesting into you know these four bars
1: yeah all all good all good music uh uh genre aside gives you a little something every, every verse every what every course whatever it gives you yeah. a little something that changes it a little something new to listen to uh or 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 it should in my in my opinion and yeah, yeah i mean I, you know this 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 does that too yeah it does and I'm and I'm sure that I'm going to be in the minority and everybody's going to just think that's the this is the best
0: fucking song
1: that's ever fucking hit the <laughs> airwaves. Uh, but uh, maybe it's nostalgia for them too, Kev.
0: I, I, I don't know. Again, this is this is one that I don't know about. This is one that I, I don't really have a good sense of where people land on this one. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people who love Hot Space and there's a lot of people who love that Queen went, you know, the back chat, body language, stay in power, that they, they went that way and they just, decided to go fuck it let's leave all that behind and let's try something totally different where this you know as brian said it hark- it's more traditional queen really yeah you know with the sense because i mean you know in the old days in the 70s 70, 73 74 75 76 brian would have been playing that arpeggio on his guitar right he would he totally would have done that he would the big harmony guitars and it would have sounded great so i can kind of see where some people i don't know It's it, this is weird i don't know i don't know about this one
1: what were the big hits off of Hot Space? You said Body Language and... No, well, on? no.
0: I mean, the only big hit of Hot Space was Under Pressure. Right. Really, I mean, this... And Body this... Language
1: wasn't a hit, because I definitely know that song.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, I think... Like it, I know it well. It reached... It didn't... This was the second highest charting single, for sure. Is that a um, fact? He
1: says well, confidently. Why do, I, why do I know Body Language so well, I wonder? I wonder if it got Airplay in Canada.
0: It probably did. Uh, let me just look here, Randy. I'm going to look at the... Because Body Language was the second single. I'm just going to look at the chart positions for uh, this album. 1980s. Let's have a look. Okay, so Under Pressure went to number one in the UK. Only hit 29 in the US. In Canada, it got to number three. Body Language hit number three in Canada. So there you go. That's probably why that That's why. It probably that's got why, lots of radio play, yeah. But uh, 25 yeah, in UK. Now, in the UK, Las Palabras de More went to 17, which was the second highest charting single from the album. Didn't chart in Canada, either. Either that, I wasn't released, but it, it didn't certainly didn't chart. So yeah,
1: yeah. So there you go. That's definitely why I've never heard of this
0: one, and you yeah, have. Mm-hmm. And they released one, two, three, four, five, six singles from Hot Space, which I think the word I would use to describe that uh, revelation is excessive.
1: They're just throwing shit at the
0: side of the wall and seeing what was stick. Yeah, and uh, there's some shit on that album. You know, those people, people will disagree with me, but I don't give a fuck. <laughs> this is my fucking podcast and your podcast. We can say what we want, Randy. We need, we need to make no apologies for our opinions.
1: Sorry, guys, for Kev. I'll make apologies for his opinions. Fuck, whatever.
0: Okay, so how do you think the people? Oh no, it's my vote. It's my turn to go first, isn't it? Fuck. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. Okay. Hmm. I'm really quite torn on this one. I think it will come back high, but I don't think it'll be sort of like it won't be 90 i don't think it'll be 90 i'll be surprised if it is i'm probably surprised but so i'm going to go 75 25 here. i think it might be a it might be a divisive song i don't know i don't know how about you what do you think yeah i'll
1: go 60 40 then hmm. I, I i'm sure more people will like it than don't um but uh but there again i have no idea <laughs> i really don't have any idea yeah.
0: but suffice to say this will not be entering uh, rotation on Randy's playlist that he doesn't have on his phone. The playlist
1: that does not exist on my phone will not have this song going forward. But um, also, I'm gonna. But you know what, though? I, I, but hang on, this is. Well, sorry, one sec. You know, I, I think about last week's song, Misfire. Yeah, I might yeah. put that one on. It, it can't. Okay, it, it'll yeah. be on before this one
0: by a fucking mile. Right. There you go. How about that? So, or is a kilometer, it, if you prefer. It, okay, it's the, for our North American fans. Um, mm-hmm. Sorry, not fans. It's so conceited, listeners. Um, the question, then, the follow-up to that was: If this came on, would you skip it?
1: Uh, like you know, maybe if I had never heard it before, I might ah, yeah, let's give it a listen. But yeah, no, I'm done with it now. This is it. I'll probably never oh wow listen to okay, it again. okay yeah yeah. it just it just literally there's just so much other stuff in the world rather, rather listen to than that. It's not like I said, it's not bad.
0: <laughs> it's just uh, yeah, it just not it's, not for you. It
1: just doesn't get my engine revved up, Kev.
0: Well, that's just fine, Randy. That's just fine, you fucking thief of joy, you crusher of dreams, you soulless, heartless fucking robot.
1: I know, I know, and I'm just sick over it.
0: <laughs> yeah, so that's yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of I'm not gonna lie, Randy. I'm a little bit disappointed that you didn't love this song, but that's okay. I mean, the one of the things that doing podcasts with other people is that you find out that there's tons of stuff that you kind of like the overlap. There's tons of stuff that you both love. Yeah. And it's actually way more interesting to find out where the points of difference are. Mm-hmm. And I kind of... I, I mean, looking back, it's like, okay, why did I think Randy would love this song? Yeah, I mean, why did I think Randy would even vote this 51% champion? I was like, okay, no, I totally <laughs> get what um And had I had my fucking rational brain on, but again, I, I just I'm so blinkered with this track. You know, one thing we didn't talk about is the length of it. I think you could definitely trim this one down a little bit and make it even just a bit more punchy because it does the same thing a couple of times where it drops everything off and then it rebuilds, but it does that like three times. So I think you could probably scale that back. Out.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. But but I, yeah. I, just, I love that arpeggio.
2: <laughs> yeah, the keyboard's keyboards cool. Yeah, I agree.
0: Agreed. I've Agreed. got to get that clip <laughs> at some point.
2: <laughs>
0: okay, but Randy, I mean, you know, we, we've talked a lot about you know, we've, we've done social media. Last week, we talked about the the weighty issue of AI. Mm-hmm. We've, we've discussed, you know, we're starting to tackle some of the bigger issues of the day on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yes, we in are. In that vein, let me ask you this. Yeah, please do. Um, if Freddie Mercury had a secret alter ego named Frivolous Merlot, who only sang Queen songs in a high-pitched kazoo tone, and this became the biggest musical sensation in an alternate universe, would you buy tickets to the Kazoo Rhapsody Tour or would you prefer a universe where Bohemian Rhapsody is only played on the accordion by Brian May in a polka band? Holy fuck.
1: Well, and so can I ignore either
0: whichever one I pick <laughs> after I pick it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Brian May and his accordion. Hey, Bohemian Rhapsody on accordion is going to be... Yeah. It's yeah. going to be kind of interesting, actually. I think, I think AI, because I, I, this is ChatGPT, came up with this one again, for two weeks running... Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm putting Richard Herring out of business and then just, you know, going to the artificial <laughs> intelligence world. Brian May doing Bohemian Rhapsody in a polka band on accordion. I yeah. Think everyone, everyone would kind of like to see that.
1: I, I think so. And wouldn't it be much better than what Freddie singing with like what a kazoo style a kazoo, voice?
0: Kazoo tone. Yeah. High pitched kazoo tone. Oh,
1: yeah. See, that would be dreadful. Uh, you know, I'm not saying the accordion is my favorite <laughs> instrument either. but <laughs> <laughs>
0: But Mama's got a squeeze box, Randy. Yeah, yeah.
3: Mama's got a squeeze box and he never
1: sleeps at night. Well, I was going to say, that's yeah, the uh, the banjo that has the same dynamic range as a chainsaw. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's an accordion. <laughs> I'm not sure. It's, it's right in there. It
0: sounds great when it's played well, though mm-hmm doesn't ta- it when it's used tastefully randy you know it's not just stop being such a fucking musical snob you know yeah i can't You're such help. a
1: snob randy i know i know i really you know. am walking around with my nose in the air all the time putting down accordions and banjos yeah,
0: if they're not playing the guitars of the wonders and threes randy's out folks he's fucking out i not happy with that shit at all
1: I should add that I have an accordion
0: and a banjo here in my studio. Well, you play you play banjo pretty well. Like you're a pretty good fucking banjoist, banjo player. What's the <laughs> I don't know what redneck call... hillbilly? I don't know. What's the fucking what's the <laughs> demonim? I don't know. <laughs> uh, what do you
1: what do you call a ban what do you call a banjo player with a cell phone? I don't know. Optimistic. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I, was, I, was, I think there's a similar joke that i'm going to co-opt here is what you call a banjo player who says he, he has all his own teeth the fucking liar, <laughs> a fucking liar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh good lord i like banjo my brother's been like well do you know my 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 little brother i'm um, aware of your little brother. Group, yep. group chat go- he's a very good musician he's been learning banjo and has you know introduced himself and immersed himself in the world of bluegrass which is very exciting because i don't mind the banjo either i don't mind it really uh plus if you're
1: like doing lots of getaways you're going to have to have somebody (laughs) like on that right of
2: course
1: maybe maybe dan should like you know put an ad out or something you know go sit in the back seats of a
0: getaway yeah (laughs) yeah Robin
1: Banks, you know, he's just in the background.
0: <laughs> it helps too if, if if um if the robbery is in black and white mm-hmm. and is at one and a half times speed. I mean, that's you know, that's perfect if we can get that, yeah. It does help, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay, well I think he might have, you
1: know, I think he might have a real future.
0: I think Dan, if you listen to this, you're not listening to this. He's not. Um, when me and Randy tell you, you know, when we when we drop this reference in our uh, facebook messenger chat tomorrow without any context just just sort it. get on board you know you're a resourceful chap Mm -hmm. you have have resources get on this Mm -hmm. it's a gap in the market randy there's a gap in the market no one's no one's filling the backseat banjo player getaway player you know Uh, not that i'm aware of not like i mean
1: i'm sure there's probably lots around this area of the world because oh well i mean as flat as flat as Saskatchewan is, we have more fucking hill. You throw a rock and you'll hit a hillbilly <laughs> right in the fucking head. And the thing is too, with, with them is they won't, they're, they're just like, yeah, it's okay. It doesn't hurt or nothing. Eh? But, uh, but we've got lots of hillbillies. I, I don't really know like, you know, where Dan lives, if there's enough, if there's enough bank robbing going on. But I mean, you know, unless you're really like actively, like kind of trying to seek out the gig, you don't really know. So, you know, I just put my, I'd put my hat in the ring and
0: see what happens. Okay, yeah, well, you know, so here is the thing: we'll put we'll put it on the podcast. Obviously, it's a very successful podcast that reaches a you know a, a mass, vast audience in the UK. If you're a bank robber in the UK and you need a banjo player to sit in the back seat of your Ford Fiesta, your your nineteen ninety seven Ford Fiesta, yeah, while you yeah. hold up Barclays on Lewisham High Street, yeah, I'll give you my brother's email address and yeah. you can fucking sort it out because he'll come and play for you as you get away. It'd be great. Well, maybe that. Maybe that can kind of be our side hustle is we'll,
1: we'll, we'll get Dan work and we'll take what, I don't know, 15, 20 points or something. Uh, you know, so anybody, yeah. If you're, if you're looking at and some shit, just give us a call and we'll send somebody to play banjo in your backseat.
0: So what we're doing Randy, is we're setting up the backseat bank robbery, banjo player agency.
1: Yes. That's
0: exactly what we're doing. It's a long domain name. But I'm mm-hmm. gonna go out on a limb and say that that's probably available.
1: So here's here's something. What happens though? What happens if, for instance, let's just say that, you know, your brother and all the other banjoists are are busy. Mm. Like it's a busy weekend, mm-hmm. uh, and all
0: we got is a mando player, a mandolin mm. player. Ah, mm. Would
1: we give them a fucking discount or not? That's no, really.
0: No, no. I, I mean, you just get the come with the accordion. Get him in. You know. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Mandolin plays are way too cool. You can't get that guy involved, it's going to oh, reputation. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point, good point. Yeah, never
1: thought of that. The Words of Love. I thought I'd, I'd read a little quote from the YouTube page. Uh, and I know this is a Brian song, but I thought this was really quite nice. If you don't believe in life after death, look at Freddy. He lives on in so many songs and in so many hearts that no one will ever be able to say he's gone. To live a life that will be remembered after you pass away, that is the only way to be immortal. I like that. If I were to title this episode, I'd call it I Love Queen, just not all their songs, or possibly Buena Banda, Mala Cancion. We genuinely appreciate your engagement, so you can find us on Facebook at Seaside Pod Review and on Twitter at Queen Seaside. We'll be back with you next week to chat about this wonderful band. Give us kiss, First of all, what we're going to do here is uh, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself, too. Okay, yes, thank you. Uh, and that's it.